to a morning routine. What does a typical morning routine look like for you? So morning routines, I think, are massively important just because it sets you up for the day. And I feel like if you've got, if you, me and you, like our days are absolutely just manic, aren't they? So like um, morning routines, I always tell my clients, like mindfulness is a massive thing. Getting your head set up for the day. Just taking 10 minutes out just to, just to breathe and just to think about what, what the day is going to bring and what you've got going on. Um, so getting something good to eat, using that mindfulness practice to set you up for the day is really important. Just like a little bit of meditation, um, just waking yourself up. Like I'm, I should have a glass of water when I wake up, I know that, but I grab the coffee. So that's something I need to work on. But um, mindfulness, getting something good to eat, setting your... Um, setting yourself up for the day because I feel like if you don't set yourself up for the day you just set yourself up for failure don't you yeah um so 100% getting you getting your head ready for the day is, is one of the, the biggest things really yeah massive this year I've started putting my phone um outside the room yes yeah yeah. I'm not going to lie inside I've done it every day but most days and when 100%. I do it works you know what I mean you get up your phone's away you're not going to go jump on it and end up scrolling about you're going to get up and do something yeah, it's yeah. good for the brain and uh, 100%, 20 minutes meditation seems to be the one to yeah, clear your head definitely well since last year i've got another phone so i've got my works phone which is what everyone's got and then i've got my personal phone so that phone has to go somewhere else in the morning because the first thing if you've got your phone you just check instagram don't you check your messages and if i've got a message or if i've got 12 messages that's already stressing me out so Putting your phone away makes a massive difference. Yeah. Grab a book instead of your phone just to get yourself ready. Like, yeah. I think yeah. that's Definitely. a massive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, since I've been doing the meditation, it like kind of start starts you off clear, and then when you do start to check your messages or yeah, whatever yeah. you do next, it it's easier on the brain. Do yeah, you know I mean, that's what I found. It, it just yeah. and then you don't get pissed off about it. Then. Exactly, it's uh, impulsive, isn't it? Because if you're in a bad mood. You're gonna portray that on everything you do, like bad. Yeah, like. Joe Dispenza. Have you looked into Joe Dispenza? Nah. He says about that. Um, you, straight away, you got your thoughts, emotions, behaviour, and and if you if you think something, you're gonna emotionally yes. react to it. Yeah, and yeah. If you emotionally react to it, you're gonna behave like it. Hundred percent. Um, so I, it, so it is all about clearing the mind and starting yeah, yeah. from scratch, kind of thing. That's something I always tell my clients as well. Like I I've had therapy for years just to get like my head to where it needs to be or just to help me think about my thoughts and one thing that she always told me was what you think you feel so if you tell yourself you're worthless if you tell yourself you're anxious or stressed or depressed you then feel that even if you're not like if you think something you feel it so you've got your brain is so powerful you need to train it so that you tell yourself no actually I am powerful I can do this because then you'll you'll start acting like it but yeah. as soon as you start to feel that negativity you'll start doing that throughout the day so you have to you have to sort of trick your brain into thinking no I can do this because yeah, otherwise yeah, it, just, yeah. it, it doesn't set you up good. So. Otherwise, you're pissed off, you walk in the kitchen, 100%. you kick your toe off the fridge, that puts you in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll knock something else and then you'll knock something else and then all of a sudden it's a domino effect. Exactly. But you straight away, you've got to nip it in the bud. Exactly. And if, if you're sort of like, if you're running a business or if you've got people that sort of see you as an inspiration, like you have to have that clear mind and you have to be that person um, that that has those positive thoughts and that can can sort of show people that it can be done. And it otherwise. is real. And it's real. A hundred percent. It's real. 100%. Um, you you can. I've been there. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can switch out of it. You can switch into yeah, it. And, yeah. I, and I can tell when I'm putting myself in a bad mood. So if I'm on my own for like an hour, 
I can feel my, my energy shifting. Like if I have a bad thought, my, I can feel my energy moving into that negativity. So like you have to rein it back and think, actually, no, what I've just thought isn't, isn't right. Yeah, so yeah, you have yeah. to train your brain to do that. I did it last Monday, actually. I, I woke up and I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And um, I went on my phone, did whatever else. And I thought I can feel myself falling. Yeah, you can. I'm it's falling weird. into that trap. So I stopped what I was doing. I put YouTube on. I put a 20-minute um, a timer on and I did the press-up challenge and completely changed the whole yeah. direction of the morning. Like, do you know what I mean? It's mad though, isn't it? Because you can feel yourself drop in yeah. and it's like you have to catch yourself before it goes into yeah. like this massive spiral. So yeah. And well, sometimes, sometimes like a 10-minute period passes and you go, yeah. I know that's been 10, 15 minutes. I know that was too long. It just hits you and you yeah, go, it does. I, ain't, I ain't doing that again. Yeah, it's but mad. Go, go, um, on to the uh, depression thing and you're uh, obviously you've had mental... Uh, problems and that was it depression anxiety yeah yeah um how did you combat that so i've i've had i actually suffer from panic disorder and ptsd um so i i lost a friend to a cardiac arrest when i was 17 um and that started sort of panics so that started me think started I started to think about like my heartbeat. I started to think about my health I started to think like I was really conscious of it so as soon as I felt like my heartbeat like for, for a normal reason, if I'd run up the stairs, I'd get really panicky because I'd just lost my friend. I thought, oh my God, what if it happens to me? Yeah. Um, and that started that started a spiral of things. I didn't want to go out the house. I didn't want to do anything. Um, and I really started thinking about my health. And I think that's the point in my life where I thought, actually, I need to look after my body. I need to do this. I need to do that. Um, I, w I was obviously, that was when I was about 17. When I was about 15, I lost five stone. Um, I was a, quite a big kid. Um, so when I was 15, I lost about five stone. Um, I constantly got bullied. I constantly felt rubbish about myself. My confidence was so low. Um, so in the space of about three years during my teenage years, it was the toughest years of my life. It was so difficult. It's not a good um, age to to have that either, No, is it? because you've got all that pressure anyway from like thinking about what you want to do with your life. You you know, like kids can be cruel as well. So like Bit it was a really, really difficult few years. Um, yeah. But I think that's where my passion for like fitness and working on your head really started because I thought, you know what, I can't, I can't carry on in my life feeling the way that I do. So um, I did get myself in the gym. I did start to eat healthy. Um, and around 14 is when I started to change my diet anyway. So as I was saying to you, like, yeah, um, yeah. so yeah, that, that was a really tough few years for me. Um, you constantly learn with your head. It's not something that you just pick up. So as I said to you before, you can feel yourself dropping, but you have to have that strength to pick yourself up again. Um, so it's something that you continuously learn. It's not something that you pick up and it's something that you can slip back into as well. Like sometimes I'll have those panic attacks again and I have to physically think myself out of it because it can it can go as quick as it can come. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's so important that you get everything, that you have those skills to be able to get your head out of that rut, really. So Yeah, I, can, I can't, well, it was a long time since, um, I found out what uh, an anxiety attack was. Yeah. I didn't. I used to hear about it. I never. The once I had um, an extra shot or something. It was at Costa, and someone said, "Do you want a Colombian shot?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll have a Colombian shot." And um, I started getting a, a like a pain in my left arm, mm. and I was like, 
and then I started breathing. And I was like, "Well, this is this is what a panic attack is." Yeah. Thought I was dying from a shot yeah, of coffee. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Yeah. So I can. So now I know what it is. So now I can be like, "Okay, I, I understand that." Yeah. It's not a nice uh, experience, like so. Yeah. Anxiety attacks and panic attacks are two slightly different things. Panic is attacks it? is exactly what you've just stated. Like, you start to get a bit sweaty. You start to get chest pains, and it's because your brain started to pick up on those that you feel the the sensations a little bit more because that's all it is. It's sensations. It's fight or flight. Like. Yeah. Um, and if you think it, you feel it. Like, as we've just said, like, so you can start to get chest pains. Mine's my breathing and my heartbeat because of what happened, like, with my friend. Like, and I'm, you've got to sort of rein it back and think, no, because of these sensations, you start to feel them a bit more and your brain tricks you into thinking, like, this is what's happening. But in reality, you've just panicked yourself. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's, it's mad how it can do so it. So your brain goes into, like, kind of like an overdrive. Yeah, kind of 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy how it can happen, but you have to sort of rein it back and just... The best way to get rid of it is just to breathe. Like, yeah. literally, just breathe and calm yeah, yeah. your head. Um, yeah. But you have to have the skills to be able to do that, because otherwise you'll just keep panicking yourself. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it's mad and it's scary that your brain can actually do that. I was mad. I, I, like I said, I didn't even know what one was. Yeah, yeah. And then I had this coffee and I was driving home, and the more I thought about it, my eyes were going blurry. Yeah, it's And mad. I was ringing people saying, I think I'm dying. And so I like, shut up, just calm down. I was like, I can't. I'm... I've had this Colombian yeah, yeah. shot. It's going to kill me. Um, yeah. And I, I didn't really know what to do. I was like, shit. Um, but um, but now, like, when it's, when, it, when it's over, you kind of think, why was I panicking? You know what yeah. I mean? What, what was I doing? But um, In the moment, though. Yeah. And it's mad because, again, my therapist said, like, it's there to actually protect you. Like, it's not, it's not, it's scary, but it's not dangerous. It's there to protect yeah. you because if you're in a fight, you need all of these sensations it, to be able to it. get yeah, through yeah. it. Yeah. But it's mad in that moment that you think, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like, and yeah. you just think, this is it now. And every panic attack you have, you think the same thing. Like, this is it. This is the one. This yeah, is the yeah. one where I'm going to go. But um, yeah, but those sensations are there to actually help you. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. it's scary, but it's not dangerous. And that's what I have to keep reminding myself. Like, it's there to actually yeah. protect me. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> and how, how big has the, uh, the fitness journey been for that? Oh, massive, massive. And the depression, obviously, you had a bit of yeah. depression, anxiety. Yeah, um, 100%. Staying active is, is key, isn't it? Oh, 100%. Like, when I always say to my girls, when you f when you look good, you feel good, and you do good. Um, so if I go to the, if I'm feeling rubbish and I go to the gym, I come out thinking, oh my God, I feel amazing. And it's, it's mad how those chemicals in your brain, when you start exercising, helps everything. Like, it, it really does. Um, so fitness has been a massive thing for me. And it's not about, it's not about necessarily having that six pack. It's not about, you know, go, dropping down to a stupid, stupidly low body fat percentage. It's about feeling good. Like mm. I will always promote feeling good over getting that six pack because it's not, it's not important. What's yeah. important is that you leave that gym session feeling more confident and you feel better about it. Yeah. Um, I always say to my girls, if they come to me for fat loss, they'll be like, I felt better when I was like 12 stone. So that was, I'm three stone up now. And I say, right, but if we got you down to that 12 stone again, you could still feel rubbish. So mm. it's about training your brain through that journey to feel better. Um, you could get down to like, I don't know, 13 stone and feel better than you did when you was 12 stone. So it's about that journey of getting your head and yeah. feeling better about yourself. Um, and exercise really can do that. Yeah, yeah. It really can do that. And people don't realize. What, yeah, what, one thing I've learned is... Uh, this year, I've never kept, well, I've only counted calories for the last year. I've yeah, never done yeah. it before. And it's mad how you can undereat and it's mad how you can overeat. It is, and, isn't it? And sometimes you haven't got a clue what which which yeah. side you're on. And when I've found that since I've been 
since I've upped my calories, um, the, the the feeling of like general well-being and just energy yeah. is mad um, yeah. compared to um, compared to you know like before I was just like shooting in the dark 100%. and obviously a lot of times especially when you're busy you're under it don't you yeah oh my god of course like I when I first get my girls to track there's some girls that I won't get to track because they've had like eating disorders in the past and whatnot and it can be quite detrimental to them but the first thing I say before they even start with me I'm like just track your calories for a week and come back to me and let me know and they're like They'll come back and they'll be like, I cannot believe either how much or how little I've been eating. Yeah. And their micronutrients and like the stuff in their food, they're getting no nutrients. And yeah. they're like, Can you firstly, can you help me? And secondly, I cannot believe what I'm looking at. Yeah. Like it's it's absolutely mad when you start realising what you put in your body. Yeah. But that is really important. Like your input affects your output. So yeah. you've you physically got to make sure your body's got enough nutrients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's food mad. in general. I was on two thousand eight hundred. Um for a long time, up and down two six two eight two nine, I'm up to three one three two now, and the the difference is mad. Yeah, it's um, crazy. I'm ne I never feel depleted, and I think this 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 is another thing as well with um, people who turn vegan or veggie, and you realise how how less calorie dense the food is. So so yeah. people people go, oh okay, I'll go vegan, and then that could be like a thousand calories less. Just by shooting in the dark, yeah, it could be like a thousand calories less, and then they wonder why they get tired, and they get fatigued, and they feel dizzy, and, and whatever else. And half yeah. of it is just to do with the energy balance. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It makes all the difference. Like a lot of my girls are either veggie or vegan, but they've been they they'll come to me and they're like, yeah, I've been eating like a thousand calories, or like they've they've been to like Slimming World or Weight Watchers, um, and I'm like, you know, your brain or your body needs a certain amount of calories just to function, and that isn't enough regardless of what exercise you do, your body needs a certain amount of calories just for all of your, your systems to work. And I'm like, you, that's probably why you're tired because your body's taking everything you're eating and it's still not enough. Mm. So we have to like physically educate them that you, your body needs a certain amount yeah. just to be how, able to do nothing. How many times do you say to someone you need to be eating more? Yeah, oh my God, literally every all the time. day. Because they think to lose weight, you have to completely restrict yourself. And it's not true. No. But that's where social media, that's where businesses like Slimming World or whatever, not that I'm trying to slate them or anything, but that's where they don't teach you like simple calorie deficits and surpluses and like what that actually means. It's all just an energy balance. And you can do that by, you can still eat, eat what you want. It's just about being sensible and eating things in moderation. Um, but yeah, like carbohydrates is a massive one. People get scared of carbs and I'm like, why though? And yeah. it's because they've been conditioned to think that that's what puts the weight on. And I'm like, yeah. no, it's just because you're eating in a surplus yeah, and yeah, you've eaten in that. a surplus for a long time. Yeah. Um, and we physically have to educate them, but their brain is now conditioned to thinking that carbs are the enemy and that's what you should, you shouldn't be eating them. No. And it's it's yeah. not true. Carbs are the only thing that central nervous, nervous system actually uses to get their energy. So I'm like, that's why you're tired because yeah, you're scared yeah. of bread. Like, yeah, the, lo low hard. carb diets are just nah. It, it, it's, I think I'd like to think that that's a thing of the past now. You know what I mean? It's, it's you'd been, think so, but you'd be there's surprised. There's so many people who, who yeah, yeah. Know, I've had no carbs and this and that. It's like, okay, you're going to be in ketosis, but how long are you going to stay in ketosis for? You know what I mean? It, it, like, but then they'll go back to binging, and it's like they they say that they're in a, in a constant cycle. Yeah. And I'm like, but when you sh restrict yourself, you th will then go into a binge. Yeah. And yeah. that's the way it works. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's you, mad. You're just you're just going to miss it more, and the cravings are going to come back on. Right? So I always say, like, if you want a cake, go and have a cake. 
Yeah. I'll be mad if you eat the whole cake, but not a slice. Like, yeah, just yeah, have yeah. it in moderation because otherwise you'll get to the weekend and you will want everything that you'll you You'll have see. the whole cake then. 100%. Rather than just having bits that might just 100%. be half a cake or whatever spread yeah, yeah. out. I think that was my um, laptop telling me I've got an email. Probably another invoice. Probably another bill. Another electric bill. Another debt. <laughs> another debt. Please That's excuse. That's the way it is at the minute though, isn't it? Everything's getting more oh. expensive. Um... But yeah, let's talk about your fat to fit journey. Fat to fit. I love that, you know. Everyone loves a fat to fit journey. Um, how did it start? When did it start? So, I must have been about 12 or 13, you know. So, I was about 15 stone. Um, and then I decided, I, I got bullied too much, you know. My mental health was at an all-time low. 13 years old and just wanting to to end it to put it nicely because it was it was too much it was it was honestly too much and it what upset me the most was that I hadn't done anything to them but because I was bigger you, you automatically become a target don't you like I I never did anything to these bullies but they still bullied me because of the way that I looked um so it, it just got to a point where I was eating more because I was depressed as a kid and that in turn made it worse um so it was a case of I actually started dancing, so I was a professional dancer for about 10 years. Um, so I was a street dancer. So I increased my exercise, obviously started eating healthier in about, uh, around about 14, that's when I turned veggie as well. So um, I completely changed my diet and started exercising more and naturally I just started to become that healthier version of myself. Although like physically I was fitter back then, mentally I wasn't, I was still that anxious, you know, teenager. Um, and that's when everything started to, like, I lost my friends. Like, there was a lot of things that happened. So, although physically fitter, mentally I wasn't. But that that started to get a little bit better in, like, my 20s. Um, but through exercise and diet, that's that's how it happened. And everyone will be like, oh, my God, how, how did you lose the weight? And I'm like, I moved more and I ate better. Like, that's the way it is. Um, and, yeah, so... <laughs> Although you, you can lose weight, but you have to train your brain as well. That's the biggest thing. My business is all around mental and physical strength. Um, because if, if mentally you're not 100% motivated or you're not 100% there, physically you won't do the stuff that you want to do. And then you end up getting in the cycle of feeling rubbish. And it's like, that just goes back to you need to train your brain as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, through, through exercise and diet it makes a massive, it can change your life and people don't realise. Well, like, this is it, isn't it? It's, it's exercise, diet, and then the things you mentioned before with getting up, meditation, yeah, sunlight, yeah. Um, calming the mind and all that. People are too quick to jump into the the system, aren't they, with quick the drugs fixes. and that? Quick yeah. fixes, man. So, like, if someone said to you, I'm depressed, you've been there, you've done it, you've changed it through exercise and nutrition, what are the main things you'd say to them rather than to see a doctor? You know what, I always say, I don't sugarcoat it, I'll say it's hard. I'll say it, it's not going to be an easy journey, and that's where I come in to help. I won't sugarcoat it, I will say it's going to take some sacrifices and it's going to take hard work. Um, you do need to get up that extra half an hour just to get your brain in order. You do need to come in, come into the gym, exercise a little bit more. So most of my ladies are either working mums, like they have little to no time to themselves, they are career-focused women. I've got so many girls that are scientists, that are lecturers, that are working on PhDs, and they physically don't have the time. But they prioritise it. They know it's not easy, but they prioritise their health, and they're, they're reaping the benefits from it. Like, 
So I always say to them, one, look at your diet now. So I won't get them to do a meal plan. That's not, a, that's not what I'm like, because if I was to give them a meal plan, one, they'd panic, and two, they'd end up going back to their old habits. Mm. So what I do is I get them to write down what they eat already, so that I can then make healthier changes in their diet already. Because mm. if they've got a routine, if they're a busy mum and they're just eating what the kids are eating, then, you know, that's what yeah. works for them. So I will try and then make healthier changes for them so it does, doesn't completely overwhelm them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I will say, right, what? how much can you dedicate to the gym? How much can you dedicate to um, working out, increasing your steps and stuff? And I'll work with them to fit it around their lifestyle. Fitness and health isn't like a, a one one fits all. Do you know what I mean? It's individualized. Um, That's the best way to do it. Because obviously, if they're going from fish finger sandwich to quinoa salad, yeah, yeah, they're gonna hate it, and they're gonna want to exactly. think it. So just by making the little changes, is is the way to do it. Yeah. Isn't it? Just and just by tweaking little things and yeah, yeah. you know swapping crisps for nuts or you yeah. know chucking chucking a bit of fruit in instead of that, rather than completely. Um, eliminating everything that they, they know yeah, to, exactly. to, and then chucking them something new exactly and a lot of my girls actually did uh, veganuary in obviously last January and that stuck with them like they they have physically changed and like really um, their their view on how they felt when they cut out meat and dairy was was mad like really like Hannah I can't believe I've not done this before so like there are good trends there are good social media trends like veganuary and stuff like that so um yeah it, it's mad that they have started to realize how eating foods that have more micronutrients and um have less fat in them changes their, their whole mood and and concept I, around food i'm guessing that a lot of your clients come to you and they've got mental health problems or some yeah, kind of yeah is that what you specialize in yeah so my yeah. my business is around mental and physical strength um so it's not about getting you from a to b losing that five stone and not caring about what's in the middle. Yeah. It's about physically working with you. Like when you come to me, I want to know everything. Like I want you to feel comfortable to come into a session and be like, Hannah, I've had a shit day. Like I need to talk about it. Like I'm there for them at home, at the gym, no matter what goes on. Like I want to be there for them. Um, it's not just about a PT. I never say I'm a PT. I say I'm a fitness coach because I will coach you through everything. Um, so a lot of my girls do have anxiety. They've got depression. They've got panic disorder. PTSD, all of the things like that, like, and I physically coach them through it. Because um, you've been there yourself. Yeah, but they help me as well. Like, I don't know where I'd be if I didn't. I think I came to you about twelve months ago, didn't I? Yeah. I just quit my full time job. I was an accountant before this. Like, I quit my full time job, and I thought I need to. I need to do something for myself. And without those girls, I don't think I. I wouldn't be where I am today. Like, my yeah. my business is 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 doing good, and like I can't thank them enough for helping me get through some dark times yeah, because yeah. I, I took the risk to start this business and without them I wouldn't I wouldn't even be where I am at the minute so cluster here um so they help me as much as I help them but yeah 100% they and they do come to me with low confidence um and that's just because of things that's gone on in their personal life or they've it's social media has a massive impact on them because they think oh my god they've tried these quick fix diets and it's not worked and then they start blaming themselves i'm like no it's not you you know like <laughs> it's just we've been conditioned to think that things are easy and things will be quick and it's not the case so you've got to love the journey as cheesy as that sounds like you have got to love the journey because it's a lifestyle change and it's a habit change yeah um i keep saying to uh one of mine at the minute, Amy. Yeah. 
and she's she just wants to cut. Do you want to cut? Do you want to lose the weight? Do you want to lose the weight? But I keep using the house uh, analogy. Yeah. You, you you can't just build a house on mud. You know what I mean? You've got yeah. to. You, she's done six week. Uh, sorry, six months of. Um, she's done six months of uh, pretty much like a like a slow bulk or a, you yeah. know, a maintenance or whatever, and she's just waiting now uh, to to cut. I'm like, give it a few more weeks. Give it a few more weeks. That's smart. Get your calories up, and then we'll go. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's patience. Um, people think yeah you can i'm going to spain in two months oh, yeah, yeah you that's, can that's the one. you can get into shape if you want to yeah i wouldn't recommend it but if you want to crash diet and kill yourself and then come back four stone heavier then yeah i bet yeah. you've had a bit of uh, a few stories like that 100 percent. like this is the time of the year everyone thinks that january is like the new year new me it's actually about Feb, March when people start coming to you and they're like, right, I'm going on holiday in June or I'm getting married in June and I want to lose like four dress sizes. And I'm like, right, oh, that's not the way that I work. Um, so yeah, it, it's, you will get a lot of people like that. But after a few, a few months with me, they start to realize that and it does take time for them to realize that it's a lifestyle change. Um, but you'll always get that, that sort of person that have has come to you doing fad diets and it's not worked and they're still expecting a quick fix and then when they soon realise that actually the lifestyle change is more important. Um, I always say to my girls, like, when you finish with me, when you decide to stop training, I want you to be able to do this for life and be able to have all of the knowledge and the, and the experience for you to be able to live that healthy lifestyle. It's not about coming to me for three months, losing a weight and then going back and then reverting to your old self. It's mm. about changing your life. The whole and lifestyle, yeah. Exactly. You've got to think 10 years, not three months. Yeah, 100%. You? 100%. There's too, there's too many uh, people looking for the quick fix. Yeah, it, it is. And anything that's worth having don't come quick or fast, does nah. it really? And it's hard, but that's why you need a good coach to be able to coach you through it. Because there's going to be days where you want to give up. There's going to be days where you think this isn't worth it. You have to have that person there to physically tell you. One, you're doing a good thing. And you, sometimes people, all they need is a bit of praise. Because, like, they go home and they haven't got amazing, like, home lives. They need that person to actually just lift them up and tell them that they're doing all right. Yeah. Um, and to tell them that they're doing the right things as well. Yeah. Um, and to trust the process. Yeah, So yeah, sometimes yeah. that's all they need. Yeah. So. 100%. Um, you mentioned, and I'm glad you mentioned it, the vegan veggie thing. Um, vegan, before. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your veggie diet begin and why did it begin so it begun when i was doing like my gcses you know so it was quite a while ago now um so when i was about 14 um like 13 years ago they made us watch this video on like animal cruelty um and like caged farming um and i specifically rem remember on that day it was the it was the session after we just had lunch so i've just had a ham and cheese sandwich right and I watched that video and I turned to my mate and I went, you know what, I'm going veggie. I was like, I'm not eating meat after that. That was that was the last thing I ate and I've, I remember it so vividly. Um, and since then, I have not touched any meat. Like, it, it's just funny the way that it happened. So I used to live in Lancaster. Like, I, I am from that area. So it we were surrounded by, like, farms and my dad actually used to live on a farm so I used to walk in see all those animals and I was like I cannot eat you like I physically cannot eat you um and like when they used to come and collect them and take them away I used to physically I used to cry man like I cannot I can't 
I love animals so much and I physically just I can't eat them. So from that moment, I was like, nah, you know what? That's it for me. But back then, um, the only thing that was available was like corn. So like there wasn't that much, there weren't that many companies or businesses that were jumping on veganism or veggie. Veggie was a little bit more popular, but I don't think there was that many vegan products. Like it wasn't, it wasn't growing as fast as it is now. Um, so I'm happy that over the last 10 plus years, it's become more popular. People are jumping on it. People are, be are changing their diets. Even if it's sort of like a work in progress thing, um, if I've got some heavy meat eaters that, are, that come on board with me, I'm like, just try and swap things out. Just try and be veggie or vegan for a couple of days in a week and see how that makes you feel. Um, so I'm glad that things are getting a little bit more popular and people are happy to talk about it you will still get the controversy of people being like, oh my God, do you miss bacon? Like, that is the question that I get oh. the most. I'm like, nah, you know, <laughs> I'm all right. Um, but yeah, you must get that, that quite a lot as well, don't you? Like people oh, trying yeah. to yeah, ridicule I, you. I've had, I've had every comment under the sun. Um, they're all equally as stupid. They're ignorant, aren't they? <laughs> they're just ignorant. It's just, yeah, it's just... If I could go down a million paths here um so i'm gonna try and keep it in but yeah it, it's it's the it's, it's the it's the connection it's the connection you make isn't it it's, it's obviously you said about being in school and then when you've seen the video or whatever video it was you've made that connection yeah um and if you compare the pig to the dog as a lot of people do yeah and you think oh i'd never do that to a dog because they haven't made that that connection to the pig it's all it is if you know, if if we if we domesticated pigs like we domesticated dogs, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden someone had a bacon sandwich, they're going to make that connection. Yeah. So it's only because we haven't made that connection. Um, and again, you can go back onto the how how we boom for the last what five years, because people have started to see footage now and, and connect the dots and yeah, put, put two and two together now and thinking, hang on a bit, that's that's a bit strange. Um, but I guarantee that the majority of people wouldn't still be making the bacon comments if they saw the footage that that we've seen you know what i mean 100%. so um but with 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 the with the vegan and veggie thing um how do you see how do you see uh in terms of like the animal cruelty and stuff you know like the the, the ethics side of it um is that why you're going to transition to vegan eventually you say yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. like i eventually don't want to have any animal products in my diet just because like I watch those videos and I see the things that I don't really want to see. And like, I, I want to make sure that there aren't any animal products in my diet. And I think over the next year, I'll 100% transition. Nine times out of 10, I'll always choose a vegan option if it's there. Um, if it's not, then I'll, I'll go with veggie. But 100%, I want to try and try and reduce yeah. it so much so that it is a vegan diet. Yeah, um, but it's step by step, isn't it? A lot of people. It is, yeah. For me, it was... Yeah, it was like step. It, it was it was step by step, but it was very fast. So it was kind of mm. cold turkey overnight. Do you know what I mean? Um, but obviously, with a lot of people, they'll get rid of this, get rid of that, then do fish only, and then obviously make the full, and then obviously make the um, the full, the full, the full switch. Um, what's your favourite foods? Would you say my favourite foods? I love the carbs, you know. <laughs> I love the pastas. <laughs> um, I love peas. Peas are great. Peas are a great form of protein as well. Um, yeah. I love Mexican. Mexican's my favourite. 
I love anything that's just flavorful, and I feel like that's probably one of the reasons that people don't go veggie or vegan is because they think it's going to be boring. But like the amount of vegetables that are available and the amount of things you can do with veggies, unbelievable. Um, add some spices to some Mediterranean vegetables. Jobs are good and like yeah. Um, I think I think that's all it is. You know, education, education yeah. around food and what it's you true. can actually do with it. I used to eat rice, veg, steak. That's it. You rice, know. veg, chicken. Yeah. Now I'm eating a, a whole different variety of foods, and I try and stick to Monday to Friday eat the rainbow. You know what I mean? Eat colourful yeah. foods and and whatever else. But um, it's actually gone the opposite way to what people think. Yeah. Because people think, oh, well, okay, you want to eat a chicken curry? Just swap the chicken for something else. Yeah, that's it. Um, Simple as that, you know. You, you know, I mean, you, whatever, whatever, whatever is the main ingredient of that dish, just switch it for something else. It's so easy, though, isn't it? And people don't realize. Like people say to me, like, "What do you eat then?" And I'm like, "Everything you do, just with a vegan or veggie option." Someone asked me if I still go to the pub. No. You wouldn't believe the questions <laughs> I've had, honestly. Um, Stop it. That's well funny. Do Do I still enjoy myself? Do I still drink? Do I still do this? It's what you, you literally just swap. As you say, swap the protein out for something different and that's it. I like, don't know if people think that we just sit there meditating or, yeah, or yeah. what for, for yeah, hours yeah. on end. I, I, I don't know. what I've, I've got a normal life. I do normal things. And uh, probably just, do it a lot better because you've got more energy. and like. I have got yeah, more yeah. energy, yeah, yeah. Do yeah, you, but it's mad, isn't it? It's, it's, it's probably hard to ask you the question, do you feel better? Because you were su- at such a young age. It's quite obvious that you feel better. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah. in in terms of when you've you've mentioned that your your clients said they noticed improvements yeah. um, from veganuary and stuff. Yeah. What what kind of improvements have, have you seen from them? Energy levels. They feel better about themselves. They don't feel sluggish. Like, um, and it's that education. It's that education of knowing like they can have that vegan option as well. Like, I've got a lady that. Um, gave their children and their husband i think that she made like a mince like a bolognese but made it with corn rather than um actual mince and none of them realized that she'd made that swap so she's like educated them on how different it can be and like you can still eat the same things but just make the swaps and she was like i can't believe i managed to trick them and i'm like but it's mad though isn't it like how easy it can be um and yeah her herself she was she just feels a lot she felt a lot better having mm. having just reduced that meat intake yeah. um, and have more plant-based diets. So, yeah, it's just the general mood and the ability to still be able to do the things that you want to do and make those significant changes in yeah, your diet. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, when I've, when I've had a big meal, I feel like I could run half a marathon straight yeah. away. You know what I mean? So it, it's a lot easier on the digestive system and whatnot. Um, whereas if you sat there and had a... A big meaty meal. Everyone knows that you feel sluggish after. Yeah, the meat sweats um, and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so yeah. Next question. Uh, is there any? You you obviously agree with the vegan message, and you're very close to turning a hundred percent vegan. Is there any aspects of veganism that you don't agree with? I think that. If you're going to change your diet, if you are going to go vegan or veggie, um, you need to be aware of what actual minerals and nutrients that you need. I feel like because it is it is a diet change, um, you need to be aware that you still need those minerals and vitamins and micronutrients in your diet. So 
don't just switch to being a vegan and all you live off is nuts and salad like make sure that you do actually really research how how many things you need in your diet um so i think if you are going to make that change just make sure that you're not eating the same sort of things and you're getting that whole array of, of nutrients that you need um because you, you can be deficient a hundred percent with all diets a hundred percent yeah of course like even like dropping down veggie like you need to make sure you're getting enough iron because um, that's one of the, the one of the main things I think when you when you reducing your meat intake is that people do become iron deficient. So as long as you're aware of those those nutrients and stuff that you need, that's that's the only advice that I'd have. Um, rather than cutting everything out completely, um, but nine times out of ten, a lot of people that do transition already get those. But just be aware that when you do change, that you need to make sure you're getting everything that you need. Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. Next question. <laughs> oh God. Last but not least. <clears throat> Last but not least. How do you see the future of veganism evolving in the next few years? You've already, you've already talked about your, your personal mm -hmm. um, aim is obviously to turn 100% vegan by the end of the year. How do you see veganism as a whole evolving over the next few years and beyond? I think with the, the way that it's grown over the last five, 10 years, I can only assume or hope that it grows even further. I think people are becoming more conscious now, starting like stuff like Veganuary and, and starting to make those changes. I do really feel like a lot of people are gonna start transitioning and I, I hope that they do not only for their benefit but obviously the benefit of like economically and like i can only hope that's the way that it goes and i think environmentally yeah 100 percent, 100 um yeah i i can see it growing i can see it growing and i can see people starting to make those transitions um meat eaters that i've known that are like oh i'll never cut out meat i've seen starting to have some vegan options i'm like oh there we go um so i think education is really a big one like people need to be educated on, on why the like vegan veganism is so important yeah. um and then they'll they'll start to see the benefits when they start to actually change a diet so yeah i think i think it will grow i think well it's definitely changing because people who used to you know have a laugh with me and say oh you know vegan this vegan that and then you speak to them a year later and they've said oh i've cut red meat out of my diet yeah so it's like well well, why have you cut red meat out of your diet? You know what I mean? So, so obviously people now are uh, looking at it differently to what they were a, a few years ago. Um, Hannah, last but not least, uh, you transform women's lives physically and mentally. Um, there might be some women listening to this who want to take you up on your services. Where can they find you? Instagram. Yeah, so Instagram at Hannah Pets PT. Um, my details are also on um, Pure Gym Dudley Tipton's website. So um, my number, my email address is on there. Um, mainly Instagram, all my links are on there. So you can um, fill out a form um, and I'll get back to you. Um, but yeah, I hope that anyone that's listening that does want to change their lives um, does contact me and I can put you in contact with all of the girls that I've trained. We have a good little support group. I've got my own little community and it's just a bunch of women that uplift each other. And I, 
I'm so thankful that I made the risk and, and took the risk to, to, to do this because honestly, they've changed my lives as well as I changed them. So yeah, um, if you want to join a community of, of strong, like-minded women, then definitely um, contact me. So yeah. Quality. I kind of wish I was a woman just for one day, just so <laughs> I can uh, experience it. Uh, thank you, Anna. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been great. Thank you. Thanks a lot.